everybody welcome back to another episode of the Backbuilders podcast um i got a few new patrons this week their names are Corey and william so thanks for hopping on that patron there's now 129 patrons if you guys want to join the link's going to be below takes three minutes to sign up tons of exclusive content on there i got a new episode coming out today um also, you guys uh, left a bunch of reviews on the Spotify. Well, of course, right when I hit the record button, a garage fucking truck comes by, of course. I don't know if you guys can hear that. The denoiser might uh, cancel it out, but it's distracting to me. Anyways, uh, you guys left a bunch of reviews on the uh, Spotify. I think we're at like 150 now. So that's cool, guys. It really helps with the podcast because the uh, downloads per episode is going up a lot. It's like almost at 500, which is uh, pretty significant. Um. So I tried uh, an herb. God, that is so fucking loud. That is so loud. All right, we're good. I'm like complaining that my trash is being taken out. I'm like, I'm trying to record here, idiot. Like the, it's like one of the biggest conveniences of living in the modern world is like your trash gets taken out for you. Um, but uh, I came across an herb or a herb. I always say herb. I don't know why. I just can't. For that, that's what pisses me off about English sometimes. Like it clearly is H-E-R-B, but they're like, the H is silent. I'm like, why? Can someone tell me why? Like what, how, what who created that rule? So I always say herb. People are like, it's herb, whatever. It kind of reminds me of like where I live because people say that I say Boise and people are like, it's Boise. I'm like, what? How is it Boise? Are you French? I don't understand. You don't even have that dialect. So why are you saying Boise? It's Boise. Maybe it's not even Boise. I don't know. Um, but anyways, this herb is called Blue Lotus, and I uh, discovered it a couple weeks ago after, I don't remember how I stumbled across it. I think I was watching like a Robert Seffer documentary or something like that, and he was talking about the Blue Lotus, and I've been really interested in teas lately. Like I've been drinking tea multiple times a day now. I got a brand new kettle. It's like a glass kettle um, with a nice steeper in the middle of it so you could steep and boil at the same time. And I tried Blue Lotus for the first time about a week ago. And man, I will tell you that was that was something else. So it says that you're only supposed to take about three grams of Blue Lotus. I'm not sure how much I took, to be honest, but I took one flower because they just come in like dried flowers, right? I took one flower first, uh, made a tea out of that. It was like one cup. Didn't really feel anything too much, to be honest, at this point. And in time it's like eight o'clock at night and i didn't really feel anything and then i took another uh blue lotus flower made another tea out of it so i had two blue lotuses in me i don't know how many grams that was it seemed about three they recommend about three but the whole thing the whole reason why i wanted to take it is because somebody suggested to me and i from my research that blue lotus is uh, really good for dreams it's really good for lucid dreaming and it's really good for remembering your dreams and I did a little bit of research back, um, just in, somebody sent me an article too, about Blue Lotus in Egypt being used as like an aphrodisiac, right? They used to mix wine, red wine and uh, Blue Lotus together. And they used to have like these parties, which I'm like, were those orgies? Those sounded more like orgies to me. Um, but uh, hold on. One second. Sorry, I forgot to tell someone I was recording. I just got a call from them. Um, but I, I'm like, what are these parties? Cause if, it, if red wine is an aphrodisiac and blue Lotus is an aphrodisiac and it like leaves you in this dreamlike state, then I feel like they were just orgies. <laughs> I feel like that's what it was. But, um, so, and they, they recommended that 
you know, like the Egyptians did. They used to take it in a, in a waking state and it makes you kind of feel like you're in a dream. It kind of makes you feel like you're lofty, like you're floating. And so that night I took it, fell asleep, had a very, very difficult time falling asleep. I felt it reminded me as if you were falling asleep while drunk. And I don't know if any of you guys have experienced this, but for me, when I drink, alcohol makes it impossible for me to sleep. Like I've never, even if I have one beer or like one glass of wine, I'm up all night. Like I'm not, I'm not up all night. Like I'm not like bouncing off the walls or anything, but I'm just saying I'm constantly waking up throughout the night. So I noticed that, um, blue Lotus had that same effect on me where it kept waking me up and it was really annoying. I fucking hate when my sleep gets disturbed. Like I hate it. And, uh, I was waking up like every hour it felt like, and I, at one point I wake up and by this point I don't have any, I'm not dreaming, right? I have a hard time falling asleep. Um, and I wake up at like, I don't know, maybe three or four, maybe even earlier than that. I think it was maybe, no, I think it was like 1am. So I've only been asleep for a couple hours and I wake up like shit faced. I feel like I'm just hammer drunk. And I look up at the ceiling and I notice that the ceiling was like 30 feet away from me. My ceiling was only like 10 feet high, 11 feet high. But it looked like the ceiling was 30 feet away from me. And it tripped me out because I was like, looking up and I, I knew I was you know, kind of tripping at this point. And I was like hallucinating. And I look up and I reach my hand up and then my hand extends out like 12 feet. So I'm completely spatially disoriented at this point. Like nothing's making any sense in my room. And I'm like, okay, that's disturbing. And I go back to sleep and I wake up feeling almost hungover. I didn't get any sleep that night. I you know, was my, the sleep that I did have was disturbed and I, I wasn't really impressed by it. And then in fact, I felt very tired. I felt almost literally hung over as if I had been drinking and that could have been just because I was tired, but I don't know. I was, I felt horrible. So I was like, fuck that. I'm not doing that shit again. Right. And then I talked to somebody who's very familiar with blue Lotus and then they say, well, eat, take it on a full stomach. I don't remember if I took it on an empty stomach. I don't think so. I don't usually take it teas and stuff like that on my empty stomach because I get nauseous very easily. And uh, so I was like, okay, I'll eat. I'll take it a little earlier. She suggested to me that I uh, take it around maybe, you know, a couple hours before bed so I can, my consciousness can kind of get familiar with it. You know, I'm not just taking it going straight to sleep. So I did that and I took less this time. I took uh, one flower, which is probably like a gram or two, maybe. Um, I don't know. Maybe it's three grams. Maybe that's what they suggested. I don't have a fucking scale. So I took that and I, as I was awake, I noticed that I did feel a little bit better. I felt a little dreamy. I felt very, very relaxed. I also mixed this time, um, my, uh, blue Lotus with what I mix it with a little bit of chamomile. And then I mix it with something else. It was, Oh, lemon balm with lemon balm. I have a bunch of herbs now guys. Like it's crazy. And then I went to sleep and my dreams were so shockingly vivid. I haven't had that many dreams consecutively and remembered all of them in a very long time. And for a while there, my dreams are very uh, notable, like rememberable. I woke up and I remembered all my dreams and I write them down. I have a dream journal somewhere here, which I suggest you guys do. It's really helpful. But for a while there, for a while now, I haven't been able to dream like that. And I had three crazy dreams. My first dream was, I don't know if you guys know, this is going to be hilarious. I told him this. I don't know if you guys know who Invincible Way is on Instagram, but I've known him for a couple of years now. I consider him one of my social media friends, you know. Um, I've done an episode with him a couple of years back. 
and but I've never met him in person. Person, I do know what he looks like, but I've never met him in person. And I had a dream that I was in Japan for some reason. I was in Tokyo, and it was a very cloudy day. It was very uh, foggy. It was very gloomy, and the streets were like empty for some reason, right? And I was looking at this cityscape, and I was kind of just standing there by myself. And then this guy comes up to me. He's like this tiny Asian guy, super nerdy, super shy. And he goes, hello. <laughs> that's, my, that's my Japanese accent. He goes, hello. Um, do you know where Dish is? And I'm like, he was like asking me questions. I was like, no, I don't know where this is. And he's like, oh, I know who you are. You are, you are Forrest from, from Instagram. And then he's like, you know who I am? And I go, no, I don't know who you are. He goes, I am Invincible Way. I go, what? Like, this is the this is the weird dreams that you start having on Blue Lotus, guys. I'm Invincible Way. And I'm like, you're not Invincible Way. Like, I know what Invincible Way looks like, and you're not him. And first of all, like, the physiognomy didn't match at all. Like, this guy was super nerdy. Even if I didn't know what Invincible Way looked like, I would still be, like, super suspicious, right? And he's like, no, 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 no. He's like, we know each other. We've been friends for many years. And he brings out his phone, and he shows me our group chat or our, our, our messages. And I'm like, what the fuck? Like, I thought you looked like something. I... I was like, you're not Asian. I was like, what? I'm so confused. Why did you show me that picture of you where you were like, you weren't Asian. So why are you Asian now? I'm so confused. Anyways, that conversation just comes and goes I'm like weird. I just, apparently that was invincible way. And I was like, I felt embarrassed. Cause like clearly I misunderstood him or something like that. And I'm like, I wasn't blown away by the fact of sheer, sheer probability of meeting someone I know on Instagram in Tokyo. Right. I was just like blown away that this guy was Asian. <laughs> that was that was my conclusion. I was like, he's Asian. What the? Anyways. And then, you know, I'm like walking through this cityscape, uh, which is apparently Japan. I don't know how it was Japan. I don't even know how I knew it was Japan. I guess my brain just told me it was. And this girl comes up to me. And she's walking up with a suitcase. And it sounds like a fever dream. And she has a sign that goes, oh, maybe. Oh, that's how I remember that it was Tokyo. She goes, um, I'm new to Japan or something like that. It, it was like a white girl or something like that and had suitcases clearly locked. She's like, I'm, she's holding a sign that says, I'm new to Japan. Help me or something like that. And I walk up to her and I don't know why I did this, but I was like, like I was just speaking Japanese at her. And then she's like, what? She's like, I don't speak Japanese. I was like, nah, me either. I'm just fucking with you. And then she gets like super mad and walks off. And that was that, like that was that interaction. And then. A th another series as I'm walking through this this you know weird gray Tokyo which Tokyo is very well lit and I think it's very colorful it's not like LA where it's very glim and, and, and you know gray it, Tokyo is very colorful but in my dream it was very gray and then all of a sudden my dad comes out of nowhere and he's like I got a job for you or something are you interested in it and I was like not really but like what's the job and then he's like, follow me. And then he takes me to this construction site where it's a bunch of construction workers, all American for some reason now at this point. And uh, he's like, this is when my dream starts segmenting. Like I'm in chapter two, apparently. And then my dad is like, uh, come here, I'm going to, I, I got a job lined up for you or something like that. And my dad just like fucking disappears. And all of a sudden I'm surrounding by, surrounded by construction workers. And I'm like, I get pulled into this with, with a bunch of other new guys. There was two people there that I knew from high school that were there with me. And we were just like all of a sudden pulling cables off of trucks and hoses and all this stuff like that. I'm like, I guess I'm a fucking construction worker now. Like I wasn't interested in this at all. In fact, I kept looking for a way out because I was I didn't want to be a construction worker. I'm like, why am I? I'm in Japan. Why am I a construction worker now? 
And then I just accept it. And then I remember like the foreman comes out and he t- starts telling us about the job. And I'm like, you know what? I'm going to try to be the best goddamn construction worker there is. Like that was it. I was like, I'm going to do this. Never done construction in my life, but I'm going to do this. And then I start really paying attention to like what all these guys are doing around me. Because all of a sudden, like everyone just starts doing shit. Right. And nobody tells me what to do. I, I don't know what, what I'm here for. I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know exactly what my job is, but we all have hard hats on and all the new guys are just standing around. We all look at each other and we're like, okay, I guess we start doing stuff now. So they start like doing stuff with this truck and with these machines. And I'm just, I remember really paying attention because I was like, I'm not going to be left in the dust here. Like I want to be useful here. So I start really paying attention and then I'm like, this is, it. I remember thinking, this is a good quality that you have. Like you're really just adapting here. And actuality, I'm like being sold into a slave trade or something like that was it. I'm just a slave now. And then the foreman says, you guys are making $50 an hour here. I'm like, whoa, $50 an hour. Like, holy shit, that's a lot of money. And then I start thinking, damn, like I might be, <laughs> I might be in this for the long term of paying, you know, $50 an hour here. And then, uh, apparently like we go on break or something like that. And, and the foreman takes all the new guys. And it reminded me of that feeling of when I went through basic training in a drill sergeant, kind of just take you into another room and like, how do you start filling out paperwork? And you're just like, oh, okay, uh, I guess I'll follow you. But this time we were in this hotel room. And we were all sitting on this really long bench or bed. I can't remember what it was. And we're all in our hard hats. And the foreman comes in, turns on the TV, and he goes, so this is a little something we do before we start the job. And he's like, you know, something just to get get our heads straight, something to kind of get us focused. You know what I mean? And he turns on the TV. And the TV is like from the 80s. And it's like these pagan women that are dancing. And they're just like in leaves or something. like They look like Druidic women or like Celtic women, uh, white all of them and they're like dancing i remember them like spinning in circles and they were chanting something and then the guy says something like oh this is a little something we do uh you know to give us strength we chant and then he starts chanting like the dumb it would have been a little bit better if it was something cool you know like uh, i don't know like an ancient pagan symbol or 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 like an ancient pagan chant or like a poem or something but this dude starts going happiness 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 like that's all he fucking says it's just happiness happy and we're all looking at each other we're like happiness 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 and then all of a sudden i'm chanting happiness everybody around me is chanting happiness 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 and then that was it that was my dream and like what are you supposed to pull from that i don't know like it's funny because these dream interpreters like i'll tell them that dream like that means that you need to dig back in your roots and seek happiness in dancing Celtic. Well, my, no, my dream was like induced by an insane herb has been around for thousands of years. And my brain, my, my corrupted modern brain didn't know how to register anything that was going on. So my brain was like, oh, uh, you need to get a job and uh, you need to you need to find people to work with and uh, make money. That's what that's like what my dream was. And then I ended that dream went straight into my fucking next dream, which was avatar, like literally the blue people. And I was an avatar and I remember being really excited to be an avatar. And I remember having these dreams as a kid when avatar first came out, the first one, I remember really wanting to be a part of that universe. And then now I had that dream again, which is funny because I haven't even seen the new avatar yet, which I want to see, but I don't know when I'm going to get a chance to see that. Maybe I'll see it like next week or something when my kid goes to sleep. I'll go late at night or something. The problem is that movie's three hours long. When you have a kid, you can't do anything that's three hours long that isn't productive and it's not work. Um, anyways, I was like an avatar 
or something like that. And I was on the beach and all of a sudden we start getting attacked by humans and I'm like, Oh hell yeah, my time to shine. Like I remember thinking something like, Oh, my time to prove myself as a human or as a uh, avatar or Navi. I think they call them. I was like, I'm going to be the best fucking Navi. And I remember being really tall and like running in the sand and, be, and feeling really lanky and kind of clumsy. And, uh, I remember like running through the trees and stuff like that. And, uh, it was just fucking weird, man. Like I had another dream. I can't remember what it was. It was like three, three dreams. It was the uh, Japanese construction worker one, the avatar one. See how there's like no similarities between it. And I don't know if anybody has these types of dreams where they're just like, I mean, you guys probably do. I don't know why I think my, my dreams are like particularly meaningless sometimes, but, um, I've had dreams that were really powerful and I've had dreams that were like really that nonsensical like this but the point is not necessarily that blue lotus made my dreams really weird if you notice the amount of detail that i'm going into for dreams it's because of the blue lotus blue lotus made me remember everything so my dreams may or may not have even changed i could be dreaming about being a, a japanese construction worker every night i don't know i could have a dream about being a fucking navi running around on the, the beaches of pandora every single night i don't know but blue lotus made me remember that dream more vividly. So that was the dreams. I woke up feeling a little groggy, a little hungover, but one flower was perfect for me. And then I tried Blue Lotus again last night, which is kind of why I feel a little tired right now. You know, my eyes feel a little puffy and a little swollen. I tried Blue Lotus again last night because somebody recommended it to me on Instagram. They said, try Blue Lotus steeped with red wine. But the person said something kind of interesting. He said, steep blue lotus and red wine for two weeks and i'm just like i don't think red wine lasts that long like once you open it what what do you do like you just put the blue lotus in shake it around and leave it for a few weeks and and i feel like it's going to ferment or it's going to mold or there's going to be bacteria growing because essentially you're letting it just sit there for two weeks after oxygenating it right like that doesn't make sense to me but he said he did it and he said let it steep for two weeks so maybe there's a way you know maybe in the fridge i bet you if you refrigerate i gotta look at that but Anyways, he said that, and then I realized, you know, later after doing research, it's because the Egyptians used to do it, uh, red wine and blue lotus. I don't know if it was actually red wine. I think it was, but, um, or maybe it was like a mead. That'd be kind of interesting. But I tried that last night. I bought a, a bottle of uh, organic biodynamic red wine, which is like the only wine that I drink nowadays. Um, and then I made tea on top of it. So I mixed the blue lotus and the red wine, about two cups of blue lotus, only about one, I think it was one flower. Um, but I wanted to spread it out a little bit and I mixed the two and, um, you, you feel something like you, you feel very lofty, very dreamy, kind of like light, but I didn't really feel much to be honest. And then, uh, I went to sleep, didn't really have any dreams or anything like that. I think the alcohol kind of like neutralized my dreams. Um, and uh, I woke up kind of feeling a little hungover. I only had a few glasses of wine. Uh, and I felt really tired. I feel like I didn't get a good night's sleep. And I do remember actually waking up at one point in the middle of the night and not really feeling anything. So I don't know what the deal is with that. I don't know why I didn't really feel anything with wine. You think you would, but I didn't really feel anything. And I'm probably not going to do it again unless like I figure out a new trick. But the most, the best that I've ever felt with the blue Lotus so far was when, um, I took it a couple hours before bed. I think I took it with food and then I tried to stay off of my phone and away from any screens before I, you know, went to sleep. Um, because I didn't want what I see. Because what you consume, you know, like 
your phone, TikTok, Instagram, whatever, before you go to bed is almost always going to be put into your dreams. You know, that's why it's really good to stay away from phones for at least a couple hours before you go to bed. Movies and stuff like that. Like if you watch a movie and then go to sleep, um, you're going to probably dream about that movie. Like that's how your brain works. So that was the most effective for me. But overall, like Blue Lotus was super interesting. Interesting. I'm really interested to try more herbs that are kind of like more hallucinogenic, uh, more for inducing dreams. Like I think there's another one called Wormwood. It's either Wormwood, Wormwood or Mugroot. And I've tried both of those before. I think I've actually smoked in a pipe um, Wormwood before and it, it felt like weed. Like you feel like kind of high or is that, I don't remember what that was. But basically what I did was like I searched ancient uh, herbs for dreaming and stuff like that. And those came up. So I might try those later. But, you know, when you play around with herbs, herbs are very powerful and they can leave you kind of fucked up the next day, to be honest. A little, a little hungover, you know, a little sick, a little nauseous. But it's interesting. Like that's what, that's what makes life exciting is trying these new weird things, you know. But yeah, beware of the blue lotus. I, I can only imagine how much more powerful my dreams can become if I can fully harness the power of the blue lotus. Um, which is, I don't know what that would look like or feel like, or if it's even worth it. Um, if there's any power or wisdom there, like I would really, my goal with the blue Lotus is to eventually get to the point to where I could lucid dream or maybe astral project with the help of blue Lotus. Um, and, and if nothing else, maybe just have potent, uh, memorable dreams, you know, if nothing else, just at least that, but that's been my experience with it. You guys can try, I bought it from Amazon. There's better places to source it. Make sure you get it organic. Make sure you know where it's coming from. Because um, you don't want to be drinking like pesticides with Blue Lotus, right? That doesn't sound very fun. Or maybe it is. I don't know. Maybe you'll trip harder. But anyways, guys, that's that episode. Um, baby's probably awake here, about to be awake soon. I'm going to start my studies and then continue on the day. All right. Have a good one.